Welcome to the Girl Power Alliance podcast, where you're going to meet and hear from some inspiring women with incredible stories who are leading in business and in faith. We are on a mission to impact the world by empowering women to dream bigger through kingdom-minded mentoring and leadership. This is where women grow. Welcome back to another episode of the Girl Power Alliance podcast. I'm like thrilled to introduce this amazing woman to you. Um, I met her when I was in Brazil and I was like, you need to come on our podcast and be a part of all the things because you're going to fall so in love with her. Let me tell you a little bit about Chantal Cooley. She's the senior vice president of Columbia Southern Education Group, she, uh, which is the parent company for Columbia Southern University. Um, since 1890, I'm sorry, since 1989, not 1898, since 1989, Chantal has been at the forefront of online education. Think about that. 1989. Online education wasn't even a thing yet. Um, Using her interpersonal communication, leadership, and management skills to encourage students to achieve their goals through higher education. In 2016, she founded Chantel Cooley Ministries, her personal ministry that aims to motivate and inspire people through prophetic and um, gospel of Christ. Chantel is on the board of directors for, she is on the board of directors of Christian International based in Santa Rosa, Florida. Um, and is led by Bishop Bill Harmon. In 2021, she partnered with Circuit Writers Ministries of California to co-found The Mavericks Project, a mentoring and acceleration platform for young Christian entrepreneurs. And she has been married to Tommy Cooley since 1993. She has two children, Dylan and Brooke Cooley. Um, She's from Alabama. She lives on 300 acres, living my dream with barn dominiums and family all around. (laughs) Um, she is the author of numerous books, including her new business book, Beyond the Basics, which she summarizes more than 30 years of experience and wild success um, in the corporate world. And she shares strategies. And I just have to tell you, her passion is, and she is passionate. Her passion is really, really helping to accelerate um, people that are in marketplace ministry, which as you guys know, this is what one of the things that we're so passionate about. And I met her in Brazil of all places. And I got to hear her speak. And she's an amazingly powerful speaker with um, a powerful prophetic message. I was the lucky recipient of a prophetic word from her. And I'm like, Chantel, you're our people. Like we need you in our community. So welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you. It's just been a pleasure to be with you and get to know you. And wow, what a prophetic word you had. And I got to give it. <laughs> I, I'm waiting. I'm, I've been asking if I can get the recording of it so I can hear it over and over so that I can just um, continue to take steps into that amazing thing. But um, I would just, okay, so let, let's talk about this. You're, you really were a pioneer in the online space. Um, and, and that's like, what even drove you to do that? Did that, did that feel like a calling to you? Yeah, my dad, I don't know how we got into education. It's really interesting because that's not the direction we were going. And um, he, he just decided that, you know, let, let's help 
people in the safety and health industry because there wasn't degree programs. That's how it really started. And then he said, let's start a, a degree program, which we went, my God, are you kidding me? And because of that, it was back then it was correspondent. So we just kind of flowed right into it. And that's wow. kind of how it started. It's kind of, it's simple, but then it's like, what? <laughs> Isn't it true though? So many ideas start with a simple, you know, you're, you're solving a problem or you're filling a need somewhere. And then what I have seen in my own life is that God will put this kind of like inkling on your heart. Like I, I feel called to fill this need or I, I, you feel the you feel the need. Like it feels like something that's really big to you, but I think he does that knowingly to people like you and your father that will actually take the steps, but really it's such a bigger mission. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's bigger than you and, you know, like you, you're fit, fitting a need. You put yourself in a place where you, that's your niche, that's your talent. And it's not as hard as you think because we're all pretty good at what we do, right? I mean, we just have to believe in ourselves and with God's anointing and his favor and declarations over your life. I think that we're going to see more and more entrepreneurs rise up and start doing new things that maybe they were scared to in the past. That's what I'm seeing now. Oh, I, I believe this is, and I've been saying it since me personally, 2019, that I feel it's an Esther season on the earth. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not just for women. I believe women are rising up in new ways, but I think that's, that's, you know, when I say Esther season, I basically am meaning like people have been positioned in all different industries and all different places around the world um, for this time for them to rise up and really, you know, fulfill that, that calling and to step into this, this thing where what, whatever they're doing, they're using it as their ministry. Oh, I like, I may have to borrow that. It's Esther's, Esther's season. Uh, I like that where you're positioned. Yeah, me too. Like even in Brazil, like, I'm constantly saying we're called positioned and we're anointed. Mm. And because we have to get those three in line in order to walk fully in the benefits of God, even in the business world, not just ministry world. I mean, this is business, too. You know, in our board meetings, we can pray and and do whatever we need to do. We don't have to leave God on the outside. And that's what we did all 30 years is we brought God constantly in our business. Maybe it was undercover. And maybe at times when we got all stressed out, we'd go to our, our, one of our offices and the family would all come together and we'd just pray for 20 minutes over something, mm. get a release and then go back to work. And I think that's the way it's supposed to be. I agree with you wholeheartedly. And one of the things that you shared with me just briefly um, when we met in Brazil was some of the opposition that you have felt in really um, like staking your claim in this ministry that you have really been full force in now for a number of years here in the United States. So I'd love to kind of talk about that because I, you know, I felt the same thing. Like it's, uh, and really Girl Power Alliance was born because I, there, there was no place. I was like, I'm going to make a place. Even if I'm the only one there, I'm going to create this place that I felt God was calling. Cause I didn't, I had no, I didn't have a community. I didn't know any, I didn't know you. If I would have known you, we would have done this thing together where we're like, listen, we're going to rise up and we're going to bring both these things together in a powerful and bold way. We're going to do it like we're just going to do it, even if nobody likes it. So I would love to for you to kind of talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So coming out of the business world, I retired early, so I wasn't expecting that at 49 years old. And I'm really, if you've taken the disc profile, I'm a high D around 99. So. 
I'm like, God, I got to do something. So I found myself becoming a marketplace minister. I got ordained in Bishop Hammond in, in Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. And I'm like, okay, what's next? And then as I moved into the new this new place, I conquered the business. I understood that. I've been with business women, business men. It was just like I was used to it. This threw me for a loop, the ministry world. And it's, uh, I don't know how to explain it, except I almost just said, forget it. I'm done. And I really didn't have a lot of confidence in myself in that area. I think you can jump into different things. And I, it's like I was called, but I hadn't walked in it completely in that particular arena. I had brought business and ministry together in the business world and walked in it like you, but walking into this full-time ministry, wow, I got really hit. People, it's like, um, you know, I talked about in Brazil, um, Eliab, which is the firstborn of uh, Jesse. He, when David walked up to take the bread and whatever the supplies, they were all out there watching Goliath. What are we going to do? And there's his brother and he came up on his territory. His brother did not like him coming up on his territory. Well, I experienced that in the ministry world, <laughs> which was a shock. Yeah. I'm not, you know, and so that that terror when you come up on people's territory, it's like you forget what you carry. Like you're not trying to um, take over. You're just trying to find your place to help people. And so that's what I ran into. I think that um, this division that we feel in the community of Christians, this denomination, this church, this belief system, you use this vernacular, it's all, I believe it's devised by the enemy. And I hear in Girl Power Alliance, like people say, are you a business or a ministry? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the answer is yes. Um, but what I have been asked many times, like what lane am I going to go in? Because if I use this if I use this vernacular, I'm a, I'm basically standing in the camp of this denomination. Or if I do this, I'm and you can't invite both. And I just rebuke that. I just yeah. rebuke it, and I realize that you know it's going against kind of the norms. Um, and yeah, it makes me super sad that 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 exists because it's like we're all what what's the bigger picture that we're all trying to accomplish here? What's the bigger picture? We're all trying to be the hands and feet and bring more people to the realization and knowledge and the relationship with Jesus, right? Yeah. And we're doing the ministry world a favor. We're getting women to find their spot, business women, and they know who they are in Christ. They're going to want to give to ministries because they know when they do, It'll get back, good measure pressed down. It's how the whole kingdom works, the whole thing. And so the ministry, I mean, the business world has kind of been standing on the outside. They don't know what their place is. The ministry world, they don't know how to add them in because it's we're a different group. We're looking. We know how to take ground. We do it financially. We do it very aggressively. And we when we get in the business world and you bring us in, we're gonna be aggressive for God. Yeah, <laughs> I just love it, and I think there's more and more of that coming in. So, you know, I think where we fit in is we're good for ministry people. Like I get around them and I say, now I'm gonna be, I'm an example of what you need to bring into your church because they're gonna be coming and they're gonna to want to be with 
a, a pastor that sees it, them for what they carry. They don't want to take your position, but they want to be involved. They want to give and they want to bless you and they want to be a part of a team because they're born with that. They do that in the business world. And so I think uh, we are really good for them if they'll let us walk with them. And because if they do, I think you're going to see in the next what season, even now, you're seeing more business people. I think we're on the we, we, we've begun it. I think we're in it now because we were on the outside 2019. Now we're in it. And now you're going to see us rising up and we're going to take our place. Yes, we're aggressive, but we know who we are. And we're a new group of people that I think the kingdom of God's been waiting on. Oh, <laughs> I mean, that's pretty bold, right? A hundred percent. You know, the interesting thing is, so uh, prior to what I'm doing now, I never felt like I fit in the church. I tried, I tried to do all the things like I led a group and I was a table leader and all the things I was like, this isn't me, <laughs> this it doesn't fit. And I would bring ideas to the church and they were kind of like, yeah, we can't really do that that way, or we can do this. And, um, in 2019, I hosted an event. No, 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 actually it was 2020, the beginning of 2020, the church allowed me to host an event at my church. And I did like a little, um, like a business networking thing and, and Christian like event at the same time. People were up in arms. They were like, Jesus flipped the tables over in the church and you're bringing tables over with people sharing their business. And I'm like, you guys were like, that's not what he did. He, that's not what we're doing. And, you know, the, the word that the Lord gave to me in 20, at the end of 2019 was that there was about to be a massive shift in the church, the body, the big, the big C church, number one, number two, that. We were at the beginning of the largest revival that the world had ever seen. And women were the catalyst for that revival. And it was going to be women in the marketplace. And, mm -hmm. and I, I believe that because it's an exciting thing to see um, that there are so many millions, millions of women and men, but, but specifically I'm called to women, but millions of women around the world that the desire of their heart is to work for the Lord. That's the desire of their heart, but they also are called into a specific place. Maybe yeah. it's, you know, leadership, coaching, training. Maybe it's like they have a brick and mortar, whatever it is, right. you know, that is their evangelistic place. And, um, and I'm, I'm so happy to be connected with you and just do all the things with you, because one of the things that we speak over and over, and I am speaking this into existence, Chantel, is that there is no competition in the kingdom. Like we are not in competition that, that we are uh, designed to like stand together, encourage, equip each other. And that your win is not a loss for me. And I think of the story yeah. of David and his brother. Now he was just so jealous and he was so angry. He didn't want, he did not want his brother to get any anything like you're this wimpy little guy you're a shepherd you're not a warrior and I feel like it's this spirit of competition thinking that if you win I lose yeah. and, and that's very prevalent in the world it's very prevalent in the business world and we're just I I rebuke it I demolish it because as you take more ground Chantel and as your ministry grows it is only going to help us uh, like collectively um, rise the tide for everybody Oh, yeah. I, I enjoy being around women like you that we know who we are. We're not jealous of each other. Right. And we like get excited for our victories and we learn from each other. Like I learned from you. I'm learning from everybody. And 
I just think that's the way it is. And it's really sad. I think it's just, it's a spirit of intimidation. You know, Saul used that against David. David, you know, he, did, he wasn't very confident in himself, even though he had the call on his life, he was prophetically prophesied. And I think that's something we have to guard against as women is uh, we're strong and we're coming up against a lot. And we got to really, I think, Michelle, when I really figured out, like when I figured out that I, I'm not going to be, you, you can't take what I know about me away. It, was, it wasn't too long ago that I fully walked in it. You, you can get the, the vision of it, right? But go walk in it while you're getting hit, <laughs> right? That's where you go, okay, I got this now. And I think when I finally believed that, you know, that I am really good at my talents. I don't have a whole lot and I don't want a lot because that spread me out too much. But what I do carry, I just own the thing. And I I can learn more from other people with it in that particular area, but I know what I carry. I know what I'm really good at and I know what I'm not the best at. So I put people around me that are better than me at that. I'm confident in what I carry and who I am as a person. Once I got to that place, no men and no women would ever bother me again. And it hasn't happened to me at, at all. I mean, they, they're probably around me, but I don't, um, I don't give in to it. I, I don't even notice it. And I have had some people say, hey, did you see that? I'm like, no, I didn't even see it. Used to, I would have been so insecure. And I forgot what I even carried 30 years in the business and education. Mm. Come on. I mean, is that little? I mean, I, no. you got to celebrate your victories. And so now I noticed, if it happens, I might sense it, but I don't even go into it. I don't let it bother me. I I bless them because I know how it feels to feel a little intimidated, insecure. So I think over time, you just get stronger and stronger and you stop pulling from your logic. You pull from here, which is what makes you so smart, so full of wisdom. And I think that's where we got to help women is we got to pull from here. Because um, if I had a, a friend of mine, Dr. Yuma, she was you probably met her at the conference, but she was telling me this, how I've um, I caused my soul to be sick when I rely on my own strength and we're strong women. So we're going to pull from however much strength we have where we're going to eventually get ourselves sick. You know, we have anxiety. I can work in anxiety. Don't know. I even have it. You know, I've done it for so long. I even use it to propel me forward. Right. It gets me energy. But over time I've made myself sick. And she's like, Hey, Chantel, uh, don't pull from your soul area, pull from being in Christ. Cause that's mm -hmm. endless. I'm like, oh my God, that's so good, right? So anyway, that's kind of my take on it. Ugh, it's it's powerful. And, you know, I turned 49 this year and in a world where getting older is something that people are so against and we're fighting it. And don't, don't believe me, I will fight it from the outside, but on the inside, I am so happy. Yeah. I am so much smarter. I have so much wisdom. I have all these years of experiences, positive and negative that have created in me this thing that I see in you. It is this incredibly surrendered, humble heart with this incredibly strong confidence. And those two things coexist in a way, I believe it, that only happens in the kingdom. I think it only happens in the kingdom yeah. Yeah. because in the outside of being a follower of Christ, I, I think that, you know, confidence and success really breed kind of ego and ego is so, yeah. ego is such a terrible thing that just so destructive. 
but inside of the kingdom, you know, that, that confidence is in who you are through him. Right. And what he can do through you. It's this beautiful, beautiful thing. And I think that all women, no matter what the age need to be around women like you to see, like, look at this incredibly accomplished, wildly successful, confident, very humble, beautiful woman who is not insecure um, and she's not cocky and she's capable. I mean, it's it's I'm it's such a beautiful gift to give to the world to just be who God made you to be. Oh, thank you so much. Well, I think the same about you and look forward to getting to know you more. Um, you know, you've come, you, I've come a long way. And I think what you said, you probably have thought the same thing is, so you're confident, but if you get too confident, how far can you go without being that other thing that we've seen in the working world? You know, the dog eat dog, we raised up in it. And I think it hurt me because I knew I was powerful inside because that was God telling me, look, you're going to do this and you're going to do that. And there were dreams that were huge that I wouldn't even, no way I'd tell anybody, barely my husband, because it was so big. Why am I thinking like this? Who do I think I am? And the devil got in there and I, I would be so, I would be so full and live, but I wouldn't let it out. And that really delayed a lot of things mm. in my life. Wow. I mean, a major delay. And then I, I realized, wait a minute, like what you said was you got to be confident in him. You're safe there. You can you can go as far as you want of confidence in him. <laughs> I mean, I'm exploring it. I want to go as far as I can. And that's what's been happening for the, at least the last two years. Like, God, is like, you mean I can believe in myself that I am brilliant? And he says, well, if, if uh, you're in me and I'm brilliant and I, and, and, and I, I know all things, well, then you're going to grab a lot of that and you can feel the same way. He said, why don't you go read my Bible? Because that's what I talk about you and, and you need to believe that. And I said, well, I don't think I do believe it. I don't believe in myself like that. So I think the devil's got in there, especially business women. And we, we hold ourselves back because we've seen a lot of egotistical people and oh, yeah. especially men. Here we are, bold women, and we're coming up in there with what we carry, and <laughs> they don't like it, you know, or, or women too. It doesn't yes. matter. So I think you can be bold as a lion, so full of God. The devil, he 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 knows that you have authority in your authority. You have authority in your authority. And he knows that it's all over. He he can't even come up against you. That that, that authority is what you carry. I see you walking in it. And we're all, but we're, we're normal people. We have stuff that hits us and we oh, yeah. feel like defeated, but we have to go back to the word. Like I've even felt that this week, like, like, uh, just, I know what the word says, but I, if I have a million emotions going crazy right now and the Holy Spirit told me like, all right, Chantel, go back to my word, go back to Psalm 91 Go back mm. to Psalm 23. And now you need to, even though you're in the storm, you need to go back to him. Because, you know, when you're in the storm, you really want to go through logic and fix stuff. But really, I know there's an upgrade for me right now. So I have to choose to go after God and go after his strength right in the middle of the storm where I feel like I'm going to go crazy inside. You know what I mean? Um, yes. 
<laughs> I know I understand very much and what I have found. It's been, it, it has felt to me personally for the last probably five years, like nonstop storm. I literally just skip between go from storm to storm is what I have felt because I know that God has been calling me to where I'm at for a while. And it was a scary transition to leave what I knew and where I had been successful to start something that I hadn't seen anybody do all by myself. And so it's been, it has felt like storm to storm. Um, and I feel weak in and of myself all the time. And I, it is a sheer act of will and discipline in just being obedient to him sometimes for me to do the thing day after day. And I know and that from the outside you know, people look at you and they're like, you're just, you don't, you know, you're bad days. Ha ha ha. You don't get it. Yes, we do. And, and because of the fact that we have made a choice um, to stand in that authority, I feel that not that the attacks are worse because they're, it's relevant to where you are in, in your walk. They all feel bad. Even if you're a brand new believer, like they all feel bad. But I, I think that the differences as you mature in your walk, like you, um, it feels like because you've made the choice that these uh, these things that come against you in your mind, that's where they're at. Yeah. I mean, that's where they're at. True. That these things that come against us in our mind, they're not going to actually slow us down. And so when you make that choice, I feel like it, it, it just 10x is the amount of stuff that goes on here. And so it's just a, it is a sheer act of, I am just obedient and self-disciplined, but my emotions are wild. <laughs> they're wild yeah. and I it, it is difficult and you know <laughs> you you lead teams and you lead people and and those things that you deal with are all you keep them close to the vest they're between you and the Lord and maybe the few people that you are able to actually open up in that way because what is required of you as a leader and leading your ministry and leading other people is to stand out front you know what I mean like we're the we're in the vanguard <laughs> you know what I mean yeah that's right yeah, I mean, we're right in the middle of the battle. So what are we going to do? That's where you learn the most in the middle yes. of the storms. And I, God's just trying to, he's, you know, he He um, leads you be, beside the still waters. He restores your soul. So I see myself laying down in a field of grass, calm, because I know he's got me. And that is not easy, especially if you're active and moving forward. It was so funny you know, like what I walk through, I bet you're the same way. I walk through it, I learn, and then I turn around and I can speak on it because yes. I'm not going to speak on it if I'm, you know, in the beginning of it, because I'm not, haven't conquered enough of it, but in the middle, I can start talking about it. Hey, this is what I did to defeat this. <laughs> and so, uh, I've never had so much come up against my identity as I've had lately. My God, my whole life. And when I was in Brazil, I spoke on identity and I owned it. And now I got to own it and actually like not just talk about it, but live in that place. And yeah, I could scream. I could probably cry. I mean, it's so weird, all these emotions that you can have, but I think that's just built, you're, you're becoming a warrior um, because how else are we supposed to learn how to do it if we're not actually in the battle? We've got prepared for it. We went through wilderness seasons and now, so now I'm looking for all my upgrades right in the middle of chaos. And I think Jesus, he loves it 
when we're in the middle of chaos because he shows how he shows off on yes. us. <laughs> right. I mean, so I think for women, we just, as women and we're in the business world trying to do ministry business, I think the devil really knows we're onto something big and he's going to come up against our identity and we just can't let him. You're smart people. We're smart. We, we, we have talents. We made it this far. We didn't just, just get out of the truck and try to do something. We, we have worked hard and we need to own that. Yeah. Um, it is, it's an incredible time to be alive. I mean, I feel like there's two, there's two worlds existing simultaneously. There's this terrible thing, like there's a whole camp of people like we're going down and we're going down fast. It's getting worse by the day, but then there's what's going on in the kingdom and it is revival. It's passion. It's fire. It's like, amazing. It's an amazing world to be alive in this time to see what God is doing. And I'm excited about it. And it's exciting to feel like I get to play like the tiniest, tiniest role in, in part of this revival to help raise up this next generation. Who's going to raise up the next generation. Who's going to raise up the next generation. And, um, I feel like, you know, people like you, uh, and the the stand that you have taken, of course, you're of course, he's trying to attack your identity because he knows what God created you for and the amount of lives you're going to impact. I believe through the marketplace, we have infinite reach. We have infinite reach. Some people will never go to a church. They, they're so turned off by it because of all for and many for many of them, their reasons are not wrong. They're right. They've had things happen. The church like the big C church and, you know, churches in general have, I think, kind of gotten out of whack in a lot of ways. And so it's exciting to know that like, we're the church, like you're the church, I'm the church. And while we need a body, I think it's important to have a home church and to be involved in that. I think it's important. Like if it, if it went away, then we would still be the church. Yeah. That's you know, true. we're still the church. We're yeah. still doing what we're doing, what we do inside Girl Power Lights. We're the church and I'm watching lives transform in ways that I have not seen in church. And it's exciting to know that, like, look what God's doing through just regular. I'm just right. I'm like, not. I'm uneducated. I went to one semester of college. You know what I mean? I'm like nobody, but through, through all of us, nobody sees doing just beautiful, mm -hmm. beautiful things. That's so good. Yeah, I know we, but you're just powerful. And I love your, you're a catalyst. You're, you're, you're going to help all of us women, like be, we need each other. Right. Yes. And like we need somebody to lead it, you know, that's business and ministry. The mixture of it is just so awesome to be a part of one foot business because God called you to be successful. And if you have a desire to make money, there is nothing wrong with that. Yep. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want Amen. And when you make that money and you give it to the kingdom or you help women buy clothes to get started in their interviews. I mean, that's something I love. Or men even, I, me and my husband have helped men get on their feet and give them some good jeans, and good looking tennis shoes, good looking shirt, a blazer. And man, I've never seen them look so like, they, they come alive. Nobody thought to do that for them. And I just love it. And, and I think it's happening more and more. And yes. Maybe we get we get attacked because we're kind of on the front line of it, but more and more women are stepping up and they're going, you know what, it's okay. And one of the things I wanted to tell you was so funny to hear your thoughts on. So I was with some circuit rider group. They're probably in their 20s and early 30s. And they um, 
<clears throat> when I spoke to them, I mean, we need to have you on there to speak. So I speak to them every few weeks. It's a group that came off of the Mavericks. So that was like a 10 week course. I did some videos encouraging them. And so then I took care of a remnant that like to follow me and they're just all business, young business entrepreneurs. <laughs> and they said, oh my God, you mean you can love God like that and prophesy and work in his gifts and make money? I said, yeah. They said, we didn't know, thank God, because we want to be missional, but we didn't know we could make money. I'm like, well, how's the kingdom supposed to? Exactly. How? I want to take the money from the wicked. Oh, oh, I'm going to take it all. Whatever I can get, heck yeah. I mean, I want to be successful. Abraham was very rich. Yes. Look what he did. Oh my God, he had so much influence. And that's the thing I like too, is God will give you influence. If you've done well in the business, you have influence to, uh, to steer other people towards Jesus. Or you could do it the other way. If you don't know God, you're going to steer him somewhere yeah. for money and it's not going to be good. But man, this influence thing is powerful. Um, we are so the same. And I'm like, who do you think funds the missionaries and builds the churches? It takes money. Somebody's got to make the money. Do you know what I mean? And I don't, I've never had it. I've never had a, a bad money mindset. I've never felt bad. I've never felt that it made me less of a, of a believer. I've never felt that it made me evil um, because I, I, I believe that God is looking for um, a generation of leaders that can move people um, and move the kingdom with the example of their lifestyle. I believe that. And I'm not talking about the bags and the trips. I'm talking about your lifestyle of generosity and success and and humility and leading and making money and pouring it back into the kingdom, but then making money and also enjoying it with your own family. Like I want to make money for my family. Yeah. I want to make money for my children, my grandchildren. Like that's part of what is what drives me. But and I want to make so much money that there's such an uh, overflow and excess that I can go out and bless the whole kingdom with it. Like and I don't feel bad about it and I don't have any hangups about it. Yeah. You know, you work hard and if I mean I just I just personally don't. So I'm excited about helping more people to yeah to you know realize that and to have that that freedom and um it's just a fun time to be alive and to be connected with people like you so if people are listening and I know they're going to be like I need I need more of this woman tell what are the things like what how can they access you what do you have available we'll certainly put a link to your books in the show notes and the show notes will be right below the video or, or in the, in the podcast show notes. So where, how can they get more of you? Well, of course they can follow me on the social media. Uh, I'm there on Facebook and I have a YouTube. I'm in Brazil a lot. I go once a month and speak and it's just the ministry just went that way. I mentor a lot of business people and I also speak. You saw me there. Um, but some of the things I'm doing is an empowered program where if people want to get one-on-one, -on -one, I take care of them for, I'm doing one right now for four weeks. There's a fee for that. And it's really hands-on and I teach them everything that made me successful. 
you know, it's always going back to the word of God. You can't go wrong when you stick with the word of God. But then there's also success principles. We I prophetically pray over them, walk with them, talk with them about their personality. So that's the empowered program. And then um, I'm, I do a lot of Zoom calls. So like a lot of Brazilian uh, pastors and leaders, they'll jump on a Zoom calls. Um, so um, I would say uh, DM me and then on Instagram and uh, I'll get back with whoever it is and let them know what I got going that week. And if they want to jump in, they can just keep on going with me. Amazing. And we'll make sure that all her social media links, um, the link to her website is in the show notes or right below the video. And hopefully this is not the, hopefully this is the first of many opportunities yeah. that Chantel is a part of our community. Um, I already tried to rope her in to activate, but she's going to be in Brazil, so we're not going to get her. We don't get her for that, but we'll have many opportunities. And I know that God is just going to. I'm excited to see how He weaves us together in, in His in His big picture. And I just think you're a gift. I, I want to thank you for what you're doing in the kingdom. Thank you for who you are as a woman, as a wife, as a mother. Um, it's beautiful to have strong leaders as women that are not out there just these masculine things that are trying to pretend to be men. I, I, it's one of the things I love about being a woman leader. I'm not trying to be a man. I'm a girl. I love it. I love to take care of my husband and cook and make my house cozy. And, um, you know, and I still like kick ass in business. Like I think that we can be all those things. So, um, I love that you're like that. And I think that, you know, the next generation of women needs to see that we are allowed to be women and we can still have and be all the things that God asked us to be. So, Thank you. Well, it's been an honor. And wow, what a giant killer you are. I think it's just amazing. And I, you're just going to like take on more territory. So um, I just love what you're doing, your vision and whatever, um, what I can do to help you move forward. Um, you can count on me. Thank you, my friend. Thank you so much. And thank you for being on the podcast. Love you. <laughs> I absolutely had the best time recording that podcast with Chantal. You know, you just come across some of these people in the world that are doing amazing things and just moving the needle for the kingdom with passion, with force, with grace, and she's one of them. Um, Are you already a part of our community? (laughs) If you're not, what are you waiting for? Oh my goodness. I know you're feeling it. I know you need this type of encouragement, equipping, this type of prayer, these type of friends, Uh, having friends like Chantel. Man, who could stand against you? If you have friends like this, head over to girlpoweralliance.com. Join us in our free community online on Facebook. Uh, We have a YouTube channel with all kinds of resources and videos and things for you to download and be a part of it. Even if you're not um, on social media, we're on Instagram. I think we're on TikTok now (laughs) having fun there. And of course, we want you to be a part of what we're doing inside of the membership. There's an ambassador opportunity where we believe wholeheartedly that we are helping to create financial freedom for women around the world. That's a calling. That is a calling and a passion of ours to really help um, move the the kingdom forward through finances and Girl Power Alliance is helping to do that. It's just an exciting time to be in the world and we're just having a blast. We have our Radiant Leadership Coaching Program that is going to be starting up this year Are you looking to become a biblical leadership and life coach? Oh my goodness, we've got some good things for you. 
you got to be a part of our community. <laughs> you got to be part of Girl Power Alliance in order to take advantage of that. Girlpoweralliance.com is where you can find out all of the information. Just go through the website, uh, say that you want more info, email us, message us on one of our social media platforms, and we will make sure to get all of that information to you right away. <laughs> Thank you for being part of this. Thank you for listening to our podcast. And, you know, you can rate and review it and share it. We love all of that. Girl Power Alliance is the community where women grow.